What's good, world? It's your boy, Mastermind Mind, and this is a special weekday drop. Listen, man, I just left from out of here literally like almost like 12 hours ago doing a podcast, but I got to come in here and speak about this special drop, the Activision and the Xbox deal. Listen, man, be sure to follow me everywhere, Master23Mind, and YouTube, Mastermind RGTV, Real Gamer Podcast on all platforms. This is a special episode. Now, listen, I got a whole investigating board over here, got, got just re-rolling around, but listen, so... Microsoft is this whole deal is 69 billion. If somebody walked to your place and say, yo, we got 69 billion dollars in cash, we wanna uh, take all of this. But your CEO, he gotta go. 69 billion dollars in cash. You're gonna take that deal, can't keep it on the hush hush. We got a lot of stuff we're gonna plan with you. Man, listen, this is that's a that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money in cash. It's a lot of money. So one thing I want to say before I deep dive into this, because like I said, I got a whole freaking board over here just putting the lines together. Now, I knew something was up because going back to Call of Duty Cold War, when Cold War dropped, that was the PlayStation exclusive. Okay, so now the next Call of Duty that was coming out, the War of the War, the one that's out now, it still got PlayStation exclusive stuff. Now, that's supposed to have the Xbox exclusive this year. This is supposed to be Xbox year for Call of Duty, but it's not. That was a hint right there to us. Like, well, what do you mean? This is supposed to be Xbox year. They're not worried about that because of the mere fact they may get a Call of Duty exclusive. And that's going to be really big. But the same th- the same time, that's going to be a missed opportunity for Activision. So we don't really know how it's going to go to where, okay, because this deal probably not going to go through until really like 2023, honestly. Um, so the Call of Duty that may come out this year, they'll definitely probably get um, season pass and first dibs on everything like they normally do. The next Call of Duty will come out will definitely be Xbox. But the next Call of Duty after that, I think 2023-2024 Call of Duty is probably going to be exclusive only to Xbox. But, we again, we don't really know. Because of the mere fact, that'll be a missed opportunity for Activision. Because Call of Duty is selling good on both consoles. You know what I'm saying? But if, if Microsoft get in and just kind of take control of the wheel... And like, yeah, no more Call of Duty for no one else but us. No more uh, Spyro if we decide to do anything with that. Speaking of Spyro and Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot is another key player because that's like the Mario of PlayStation. So Naughty Dog and Activision, they had a partnership going on to make Crash Bandicoot. And similar to how um, the spiral deal is or whatnot. So the two big things I was worried about is really Call of Duty and Crash Bandicoot. The next Crash Bandicoot we get, even if we do get a next one, it's like, yo, so what does that mean for that? And even the Blizzard games, what that means for those games? Are these going to be Xbox exclusive or what? That's a that's a that's a that's pretty dope. Um, according to Wikipedia, 
Xbox had in 2021, Xbox had, they purchased a total of eight studios, uh, PlayStation 5. PlayStation uh, purchased five, according to Wikipedia, 2021. So that's, you know, that's pretty big. So check this out. We got Rockstar, EA, um, Rockstar, EA, that's take two. They're open. No one owns them. I'm talking about Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox, Apple, Amazon, Google. No one owns these guys. Rockstar Games. Um, yeah, Rockstar Games. That's take two. Take two. Uh, trying to purchase the Zynga game. Remember, that's a mobile game. That deal is not quite done yet. We got EA not purchased by, by anybody. So that's a grab. EA is a grab. Possibly. We don't really know where that's going to go. You know what I'm saying? Now, Activision, that's owned by Xbox, Infinity War. Remember those guys? Same guys that's tied to other Call of Duty franchise. That's a bundle Activision. So that's Xbox. Ubisoft, they're free. Uh, they do got a little um, a little deal with the Xbox Game Pass or whatnot for their little services or anything, but no one owns them. So we got EA, Ubisoft, they're free. Sega games is still kind of split to Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox a little bit. So they're like their own independent thing. No one owned them in, in particular. Naughty Dog, that's PlayStation. Uh, and on my board, I'm really listening to, l- looking at all of the stuff Xbox own and just kind of independent uh, characters, but potentially someone who, who could probably be get, get bought up. Uh, we got Square Enix, they're pretty much free we got capcom pretty much free but square enix typically usually do business with playstation only so that's a you know i wouldn't say only i wouldn't say only i take that back mostly good deals with playstation uh because they still got stuff dropping on nintendo they still got stuff dropping on xbox too but this new final fantasy that'll probably come out will probably be a playstation exclusive the same way what they did with Final Fantasy 7 Remake. And now they got that, they, they had that up on their contract. So with set Final Fantasy 7 Remake, I'll probably be coming out on PC or whatever, whatever, you know, in, in next year or probably later this year, whatever. But they're still independent, open. Same thing for Capcom. Resident Evil like to cut deals mostly with PlayStation, but that's not PlayStation Studios. So Capcom is another individual. Um, Bungie. Uh, those guys, you know, that's Halo, of course, there's Xbox. Bando Nyko, uh, that, that's Xbox. Um, Epic Games, that's Tencent, which is number one key key factor in the whole gaming thing. We'll come back to them. Um, Epic Games, yeah, so that's Tencent. Uh, ID Software, those guys that make Doom or whatnot, that's Xbox. Rare, uh, you may remember them from uh, Banjo-Kazooie, that's Xbox. Uh, Tencent is pretty uh they not just pretty they're the largest gaming company so tencent is a really big one sony is number two this deal just made microsoft number three basically um we got take two i reset them those guys basically them um they own rockstar rockstar partnered up under them the little Zingler game partnered up under them. Konami is still Konami. They're still like open, independent, whatnot. Can't forget Bethesda. That's an Xbox. So 
with all of that being said, so many key factors into place, Xbox, Microsoft just going around just buying up companies, buying up studios or whatnot. I just spoke on the last episode when I was talking about the whole cloud gaming or whatnot, um, PlayStation having them similar to like a, a game pass or whatnot, they would have to there be perfect to do that because they got the catalog, studios, games, whatnot, history. So what Xbox basically just did is just kind of just bought their way into catalog, history, character. That's Activision. Let me say that again. Character, catalog, history. That's Activision. Crash Bandicoot. That's a PlayStation. That's a Mario PlayStation icon character. Now technically kind of owned by Microsoft. Even though Naughty Dog still had a role to play with Crash Bandicoot, also, but that's character, catalog, Call of Duty, uh, Blizzard games, uh, Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, catalog, history. Crash Bandicoot, back in the 90s, Spyro, back in the 90s, Blizzard is a real popular game overline, Blizzard.net, you know what I'm saying, um, they got characters, catalog, and history, the three things that they need to secure them a spot in this whole gaming ecosystem of just console wars, period, so that's a really big purchase, and I'm a little nervous about Call of Duty because I'm a really big Call of Duty fan, and all of the PlayStation fanboys, we're sitting back like, yo, I'm a PlayStation fan, I'm a Call of Duty fan, but ain't no way in hell I'm going over playing Xbox and playing this next new Call of Duty, but I may have to. <laughs> so I don't really know what's going to happen to Call of Duty, man. I'm a little nervous about what's going to happen to Call of Duty because I think they should just keep it to how it is, but of course... Xbox will probably get first dibs on season passes and downloads, different stuff like that for the next three years, of course. But if they mess around and get an exclusive Call of Duty, I'm talking about, and it's done right? Oh, man. That's that's not going to be good at all because that's going to be something that, you know, PlayStation can... Not saying it's going to be... It, it's not... It's not something that's going to kill PlayStation Studios or anything, but it's like, ooh, that's going to, that's, we're going to feel that one type deal. But don't forget PlayStation, I didn't write PlayStation deals down, mostly just focusing on Xbox and what they acquired in 2021. And this is the first big deal of 2022 and the biggest deal. Uh, so yeah, one of the biggest deals. I say not the biggest, but one of the biggest deals. But just mostly focusing on Xbox and what they got and looking at it, putting our arrows together, what they got is like, whoa. So the op- the guys is open. I'm going to repeat these guys again. Capcom, Square Enix, Konami, um, Sega, uh, Ubisoft, EA. These guys are basically just, just kind of open out there. And Take-Two, they're pretty much open in 10 cents. These are guys that's already out there that kind of, you know, there. No one really owned them type deal. Tencent, number one. Uh, Take-Two got some really big, you know, big numbers. And mere fact that Rockstar found out that Rockstar is under them, that's, that's that, that means a lot. So, opportunities for Nintendo and 
Apple and Amazon, Google and such. Um, oh, let me touch on to this real fast before I move into that topic. The whole thing about the metaverse. So Microsoft basically secured this deal so they can get a good comfortable spot in the metaverse, which is also like more than a chess move. This is like a really like we playing we playing a real game of war chess here and that's a big move and for them to secure a spot in the metaverse is something that's big because we got facebook which is now meta there you know you know what i'm saying they play a big role because they own oculus oculus what vr and they're already there you know what i'm saying so they're gonna need some you know what i'm saying some more hey microsoft had to go ahead and pull them like Go ahead, start buying up these guys here because, for one, Activision is already into cryptocurrency and into the metaverse doing some things already. So, by Microsoft making this big this big deal, it's like one of the things to where, yo, what about the freaking Activision uh, currency? That, that crypto that's tied to a lot of Activision mo- mobile games it's gonna be huge man and if i'm not mistaken back in 2017 shout out to my homie fred freeze we spoke about this on gaming pimps 2022 and whatnot and we were speaking about basically it coming down to microsoft basically owning everything at this point um it's not gonna get to that point because they're they won't be allowed to basically be a monopoly but remember they did kind of go to court for that back in the day for almost kind of being like a monopoly so it's a big thing man and i can see them kind of really taking over the gaming space like yeah we may not have the characters catalog of history but we got the pockets deep enough to make our way and buy our way into this space and by the metaverse being a hot topic and introducing to web 3 and cryptocurrency and all this stuff into our games this is really a really big move for microsoft because not only that you have one of the biggest best-selling games now under your belt which is call of duty i don't care what no one say they can talk all the smack they want to talk about call of duty Call of Duty has still been, for at least five years, have still been a top three seller best games, even if you like it or not, have still been doing numbers, regardless on what console you play on, has still been a great selling game, regardless how you feel about it. It is what it is. They're up there, top three, period. Of course, Grand Theft Auto is up there they do their time but when you mention top three best-selling games every year is doing numbers you got to mention call of duty so when you get into integrating cryptocurrency web 3 and the whole metaverse applying that with microsoft don't forget the hololens they're already prepared for mixed reality ar and vr putting call of duty under that with all of that yo that's that's it that's it that's all they need like that's it this is a very big purchase that can really sustain microsoft in 
they just made they they just bought the biggest seat in the house and said we're gonna sit right here and sit comfortably and we're gonna enjoy the metaverse and we gonna really enjoy some gaming and really take gaming to the next level i say by 2024 25 games are going to be so so real and to the point to where hololens is going to get it figured out to where we're going to be able to put glasses on and still see our surroundings hold the xbox controller in our hand and probably not even have hold the xbox controller in our hand if they mess around and bring the connect back and figure it out to where they can really operate that and keep people immersed in these games in these worlds i think that's a really big change and then people can really start getting paid for playing games because it's tied to crypto and metaverse and all this stuff microsoft can really do some things in the next three that's a long-term investment that's a long-term play that can really go a long way now something else i wanted to speak on too was if you keep an eye on i got another board over here if you keep an eye on xbox adding services subscriptions under their game pass they're adding different key value things under their game pass that you're not just xbox game pass is basically evolving every year it's getting better and better throughout time and we see with little small deals they have with EA already. That's one they don't, they haven't purchased yet. Small deals with Ubisoft. That's another one that they haven't really purchased yet, but still having these small deals. And now with Activision, and you already got Game Pass pumping and you already got so many games finna be coming out for world premieres or whatnot, pumping out for 2022, 2023. It's gonna be crazy. And the mere fact that they're still adding value and services under the Game Pass built key. Now, let's touch on the NVIDIA just a little bit. NVIDIA partners with AT&T on the Samsung, uh, for Samsung. In the last episode, I spoke about the Samsung Gaming Hub. That was that on GeForce Gaming Platforms. Now... This would be an opportunity to where Nintendo can kind of really get in and slide in with NVIDIA because NVIDIA is already securing a spot ultimately in the metaverse also. So if Nintendo can somehow do a deal with NVIDIA, again, keep the capabilities of playing mobile and on your television, with next generation graphics that'll be really really dope and if nintendo is able to pull off something that's very innovative that can take a partnership with nvidia to the next level now intel not gonna really get in that race i'll be surprised if nintendo come out and say yo this our new console we got nvidia and intel partner with us intel running some new chips that we believe is going to be the future of gaming, blase, blase. And we're going with NVIDIA because they already got, we see them key partnerships in graphics and for the metaverse, blase, blase, boom. We just now set the, set the curve to where AMD already own 90% of the gaming with PlayStation and Xbox and other cloud gaming and whatnot. But NVIDIA is already a, a, a upper, upper head start on cloud gaming, but not really 
because you got Game Pass over here, which is a, a really good uh, cloud services game also. But that's where games come in like Tencent, Take-Two, the, Zing, the, the Zynga uh, deal that they had or whatnot. But if Nintendo come out to do that, now you're really looking at a console war shift to where, okay, we got more than just AMD graphics in the fighting position to where NVIDIA is going to do some really cool and innovative things with Nintendo. That's the key that that may can kind of shift things up, be really exciting for the gaming universe. So, the only reason I mention, I mention it and have a really deep elaborated thought on it is because of that NVIDIA partnership with AT&T. AT&T is really big, especially now with the whole 5G ultra-wide bands they're working on, which again, cloud gaming, mobile gaming, that's going to be dope. And with the whole Samsung gaming hub, where you can play these things, jump right into it to where their partnership with Stadia with the Google Android operating system on the Samsung TVs, look at she's trying to listen to me now that's gonna be really dope so if nintendo can kind of find a way to slip into that deal or apple find a way to kind of slip into that deal that'll be really smooth to where these would be different points where they can kind of hop in apple not so much because they already got some popping with apple tvs now Diving deep into, I spoke about Google Stadia, I spoke about NVIDIA, um, and how Nintendo, they can hop on in on with that. Now, Amazon, pretty dope with the cloud gaming or whatnot, with the Luna software, I mean the Luna, the whole little console they got popping. But with Apple, you got Apple TV, and Apple doing, doing some new stuff, hopping into AR tech with the glasses. Who would be a great partnership with Apple if Apple and Sony can come together on something that will be a thing to where I Sony just walked in the room with a bigger chair to where we just said hey screw over Microsoft I'm trying to sit here and chill in the metaverse too because remind you why I mentioned Apple and Sony teaming up together is because if Apple can pull off these AR headsets, now this is just a deep elaborate hypothesis deep dive into this that if Apple can create an AR headset really good to where it's competitive enough to go up against something like the Microsoft HoloLens that'd be a great jump for Sony but Sony already got their own little thing with the VR too but if they find some kind of way to say, hey, look, Apple, we'll help you out with your AR tech, your whatnot, but keep your own games on whatever, whatever, whatever deal they chop up and whatever exclusive content they do or a partnership they do, that would be great. Someone else um, who would be a great partnership to kind of get them into this uh, ecosystem of fun competition will shake things up is if Apple will partner with Nintendo vice versa again because Nintendo has been working on some VR too I was doing some reading and research to where um, the Switch had VR capabilities in it 
but it wasn't it's something that's kind of hidden in the software code or whatnot so it's not just publicly there you put your vr glasses on or whatever but the switch had those type of capabilities if you know what you do you can kind of tap into it but the thing is again if apple can pull off a great ar headset get with someone like excuse me get with someone like nintendo great characters catalog history get with them and some great innovation technology and come to apple and say hey look we're going to be working with nvidia um for you know graphics but you guys can uh we we like you all's new processor remember apple start um making their own chips in apple isn't there a chip shortage so if there's a chip shortage and Apple start making their own chips, this would be a perfect way to where, hey, someone can kind of partner with Apple to cut down on chip supply. Nintendo would be a, a really big move if they partner with Apple. One, for because they make their own chips, get with NVIDIA for, uh, you know what I'm saying, graphics or whatnot. So if NVIDIA, Apple, and Nintendo come together as a three conglomerate you're looking at metaverse ties ar uh with the glasses and you're looking at nintendo having the character uh catalog and history and innovation no tech coming along with those things would be perfect those are just a couple deals i feel that can really go somewhere and you can even i I can kind of mention Stadia. I was going to mention Stadia and Apple, but that still wouldn't do the case because Stadia don't have the character catalog history. But who does? The two big juggernauts that's still in the room, Sony and Nintendo. But these guys are kind of quiet right now. But those breakdowns I just kind of gave you, I hope you was following me and really just thinking about some of the stuff that I was saying because hey it may just happen and yo that uh microsoft got me thinking now man because i i got i got boys all around here like lines drawn around like they got me thinking now man because like yo they really just secured a really good spot in the metaverse and we're sitting here wondering like yo what will nintendo do we already kind of know what playstation is going to do this hasn't really sealed a deal of microsoft has won the consoles generation war and i wouldn't say that i wouldn't you know what i'm saying don't put all you know i wouldn't say that but i will say it's healthy competition and it's something that yo okay now we're talking let's not forget about playstation um things they bought up last year too now i'm gonna do another episode kind of deep diving in sony but i wanted this episode to kind of be specifically more on future deals that may come about and now that we have this activision and microsoft deal we may get other this is just the beginning there's potential and you know potential of other things to come what if mark what if sony come out and purchase someone like Capcom, Square Enix, and the remaining um, the remaining games of Sega. 
because right now Sega kind of split to all three. Sega wouldn't be a good a good kind of let them stay split between all three because the catalog under Sega games is you only got only a couple. Only one I can think of off the top of my head right now is Sonic, but somebody like Capcom and Square Enix wouldn't be a bad choice for Sony. And if Sony do that, that'd be a perfect opportunity for Sony to say, okay, these two guys has already been rocking with me anyway and been kind of giving me exclusive content on a lot of their first dips on their stuff anyway. So these two will be a, a perfect choice for Sony. If anybody can get purchased, if anybody was to purchase Capcom and Square Enix, I can't see nobody else really buying them but Sony. Um, Ubisoft, Microsoft probably buy them. Um, EA, Microsoft probably buy them too. Yeah, that's it. Because EA and Ubisoft already have special ties with Microsoft. Already, you know what I'm saying? They're a little bit, play a little bit size with Microsoft already. And someone like Square Enix and Capcom, even Konami, Silent Hill, they already play size with PlayStation a little bit already. So I just kind of wanted to come in here and speak about just those things, but stay tuned for more. I'll be deep diving into a little bit more of some stuff um, about other deals because I like when I deep dive into deep deals about Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft and other uh, uh, players is in the platform ecosystem war what's going on it's good competition because I'm a gamer I love it all um, Anchor's about to cut but we're going to keep rolling the tape Johnny over here on YouTube but um, that's it man y'all be sure to follow me Master23 Mind Real Gamer on all platforms Master Mind on RGTV baby we out